BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 30. Today we are talking about uh, injury or discomfort, or are you just a pansy? Are you hurt or is something wrong? Uh, this week, we have a very special guest that knows a lot more about the subject uh, than us. And since it's a very important subject, we didn't want to steer you in the wrong direction and just give you our normal bullshit so we're like hey maybe we'll get someone that knows what they're talking about our, our fake answers yeah like wh- how do i know if i'm hurt like does it hurt <laughs> <laughs> is, is there sand between your legs <laughs> i'm getting mean <laughs> i say that but we will enter do you want to introduce our guest uh, you can you can I'm, I'm 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 snapchatting right now so you should introduce him seriously i'm social media man i'm the, Dur- ta- I'm the talent record? i'm the talent what can i say <laughs> today we have the wonderful mark carroll uh yeah he's here to 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 learn us some stuff to learn us so say hello mark hello a little little closer to the microphone straight up and down preferably okay there we go get the microphone yeah there we go much better sweet so yeah mark's gonna join us we poured uh poured some some beer beer and uh mark's joining on that he'll get his opinion on that as well but uh what's dehydrating us this evening so the beer tonight was brought to us by uh, Amy Love, and we are drinking from Iowa Brewing Company, and I'm going to fuck their name all the way up. I'm assuming it's Oja, O-J-A. Oja sounds right. Oja. We're going to go with Oja. But anyways, Iowa Brewing Company, we're out of uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, I'm pretty sure I went there when I did Iowa, because there's not that, there's not many, (laughs) you know. Right. uh, (laughs) It's too soon for some jokes right now. So, Oja. Yeah, so about Oja. Uh, it's a it's a Baltic Porter. It's pretty. You were there? I think I was at Iowa Brewery Company. I've actually logged this beer. I've had this beer. I literally have a jacket <laughs> of this beer. There you go. Would you rate it? A three point five before. It was also the day before a marathon, so I didn't have a lot of it. So it's not bad beer. No, it's pretty good. What, what do you I think, Mark? It? I like it. Are you guys noticing a, a hint of uh, prune <laughs> or brown bread? <laughs> Here's what, I, here's what I like about it. It has hints of vanilla <laughs> and a spicy booze energy. Even as the glass cools to the touch, the aroma and flavor are stable. Holy shit. <laughs> I looked that up online before I came over. I, uh, I don't have any idea what I'm doing. I drink PBR. I have, I have absolutely no fucking idea about this stuff at all. It tastes, it tastes really beery on the it's front good. end and also on the back end. I like it. I do like it. It's kind of weird to mention Pre because I'm like, I think I, I think I do get I think I do get some kind of sweetie and raisiny in there. Oh and that, God. by the way, is my favorite part of this podcast. I actually looked that up online, but here's this that is not usable to me, man. But when I listen to your podcast, here's what I here's what I wrote down, man. I was listening to one of these before I came over. You called one a summer sipper. And it's like, dude, I understand completely what that means. Thank yeah. you. Or yeah. like you said, like the type of beer you'd like to drink after cutting your lawn. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what, like, what brown bread tastes like in beer. <laughs> so, so this is me done with, that's my beer review. You two like talk. It. I've got, like, It's nothing. a good beer review. <laughs> I, here's, what I, here's my beer review. Mine's almost gone. Well, you, we also were spr- sp- three-way splitting a crowler, and John did definitely did not th- three-way that out. No, I didn't. The can fooled me by how heavy the can of itself well, is. Well, that, and we had the same issues. And we talked about the last time we were here, Fucking we did that thing. crowler. Those yeah. things don't pour right. I, I brought well. coasters for John's table, and, and he just pours beer all I over I just it. fucked the table up. Yep. Gin will be down. That's all right. We just got to buy a new table then. We do kind of need a new table. But that's neither here nor there. I guess it isn't. Um, um, go ahead. Go. 
Okay, then I'll go. Um, so how was, I say I go, but I'm going to ask oh, you how yeah. your week was. So my week, so um, I had a pretty light week, actually. Uh, the, the, the most fun thing I did probably really is uh, I ran with Goat down, at, uh, down on the west side. Um, I can never remember the name of that Metro Park. That like do you that Walmart? run at and uh, down south, yeah. West out by out by West Jeff. Oh right, right, right. But no, it's no not idea. Derby Dale. It, it's Derby, Derby Creek. Derby, Derby Creek, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Derby something. That's what we. I think we said Derby Creek before, and I don't remember that being yeah. right. But yeah, we we are out there, there running. Um. So yeah, so we ran with those like goat and a couple of his friends that are road runners that were way faster than us. He was telling me he was telling me that one of the one of the people he was running with, or one of the people that was running with us, she can essentially get a Boston qualifier whenever she wants, and she'll wait until like a friend qualifies to then do it. And too. she's like, "Oh, oh, you're going? Well, let me go out there and, and jump in a race real fast and get a, a BQ." I'm like, "Well, fuck that! Like, I can't yeah. imagine yeah, that's, that's Goat's crew. I have no oh, idea. Dude, why, I have no absolute, idea why that guy talks to us whatsoever. It must yeah. be some sort like, of like public service it's project like, or something." It's, it's, because he's fast as hell. And oh, it's, it's, for the, it's for the scout troop that he has. Yeah, it's like yeah, supporting it's just the to get a merit badge. It's a badge. <laughs> yeah, it's get a merit badge. So like, so like, like running with Goat and like Go had a bit of a rough run. And he's posted that on Facebook and everything. Yeah. It wasn't his best run. But what like, I was telling you guys before, like even on his like not best run, when we were on like the running sections when he was feeling okay, I was like, oh shit, we are like kind of getting it. And I'm like, this this sucks. Um, <laughs> the other person who was like an absolute. Like, like he is going to put together a really hunter, a really good hunter. Uh, Jacob um, is going to put one of these times. He's going to put together one. He ran Burning River last week. Okay. In like twenty four hours and change. Oh wow! Wow. Met us Saturday and ran like another like I don't know double digits like somewhere like like around fourteen ish sixteen ish I think. He's another. He's another dude. He is like it, he came just, and swept one of our races last yeah, spring yeah. just to, just to be a, like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. and he's this great runner. Yeah, I'm like well, he dude, came out. How he came out running? for the for the fifty k for out that because his birthday was like a month before and he tried yeah. doing the same thing. He just yeah. had a bad run. He's like, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come and do it with you guys again. Yeah, and he's like, it's a lot hotter this time, but yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he's an good. So that's yeah, that's that was probably the most fun thing I did outside of that. Not, not a much. Lot. Mark, do you have anything fun this week? Uh, summer semester ended, so that was fun. <laughs> And I, uh, Get out of here, kids. I like it. Yeah, summer semester. We shouldn't have those. It's terrible. But, <laughs> and so I, I drove to Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania yesterday just to do it. Yeah. And I picked nice. you up uh, I, I picked you up some beer for a future episode. Yeah. Nice. Stinky it's, hippie. It's, it, it's stinky hippie. Stinky. It's a pale ale. I know you don't like those, but that's what you got. Because like that's everything. what I was drinking. I like everything. <laughs> he, he likes everything. He's like, I don't like those. Oh, we're going to have them three weeks in a row. I like oh, them Oh, this now. is good. Yeah, this, this is, is good. good. <laughs> we'll switch to something else that he doesn't like. Do we get Alaska stories now? Oh, we do get Alaska stories. So I really just want the one about Pete. Yeah. Well, Outside of that, I don't know. well, the other stuff is just a bunch of nonsense. So I was in Alaska, ran the, the Juno marathon. I think there was like, I think like a hundred total people signed up. I think like 80 showed up at the start. Um, most of them were early starters. So it's crazy. I'll have to show you guys the pictures of, of the start. It looks less than like a possum race. Obviously possum races are up there too, but it has, there's just the race directors like sitting talking to us and we're like on a closed end of the road. It ends at a beach and that's where we start. And literally it's just like a single line of people. And they're like, they, and they have like a legit clock. They're like three, two, go. We're just like, okay. <laughs> like the timing machine stopped working. Cause they had a half marathon too. It just stopped. So you finish no clue. You're walking around. I grabbed a metal out of the box. <laughs> Cause, Cause there's no one to grab a bottle. I'm like, I'm like, 
that's cool. One of the aid stations was self-supported. They just had some coolers out there. That's awesome. And then one you could tell was definitely because it's Juno road racing and trail racing. Like there, it's a club yeah. in all. Because obviously it's not a very big population in Juno, and they uh, they had Sour Patch Kids, gummies, pretzels, and stuff like this. And it was the second to last aid station you hit before the end. Yeah. But it was an out and back that I went way too fast. Yeah, that was a miserable time you posted. Yeah, it's kind of pathetic. Would you run? Or do we not do a, numbers here? A four thirty eight, solid. But two oh one was the first half. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is what this is what we need. That's what we need the video. That's what we need the video. We need video going because that look of like, what the fuck? That look of like, well, you really shoot the bed from Mark. Yeah. yeah. Well, literally, we're like, because at the end, so right at the turnaround, is this like the biggest climb you have is at the turnaround. So I hit the turnaround and I go there and I see Kayla and I go, I went way too fast. Because <laughs> I looked out at the watch, I was like, oh, that's not good. And then I get to like mile 16. And I was just like, you know, we're going we're gonna to incorporate some walk breaks on these hills. But the, there was not a single flat part the entire thing was rolling up how was the humidity because i've heard it was fine so yeah it's a temperate rainforest climate but the humidity was fine they had perfect weather it was like mid 60s but it had a nice breeze yeah and you can't beat when you have like a bald eagle flying over you every like that's gotta be 10 minutes you're just like just like oh that's another bald eagle but then we felt bad. Shoot him away like flies. Move, we, we, we went to towards Anchorage area and we went like a, a river tour and people were like so excited to see these bald eagles like every so often. In Juno, they're like pigeons. They're just like all <laughs> over the place. So like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, guys, it's another bald eagle. Who gives a shit? Like, whatever. It's like, it's like squirrels in Ohio. Yeah, you're just Fuck like, out of the way. Yeah, God, another bald eagle. <laughs> I could care less. Uh, one crazy thing about Alaska, though, was their beer laws. Uh, we talked a little bit before we started the podcast, but uh, they they have different distinguished distinguish, d- d- differences. It's not the word I wanted to say, but they have differences between uh, breweries and like restaurants and brew pubs. Breweries specifically don't serve food. They can only serve you 36 ounces of beer. So almost everything they serve you is not in a pint glass. It's a 12 ounce pour so they can count three. And all of their flights are in a way that it equals 12. So either four by three or three by four, um, 36 ounces of beer. And after that, you're done. They have to close by eight o'clock and they can't sell you. You can't leave with more than a five gallon keg. So you can't buy multiple kegs. You can't buy a large keg. You can only buy small barrel kegs. And there's like so many weird, like nuances and what you can and can't do. And I think they have an ABV limit, but it wasn't actually ever said, yeah. but if you're, you, if you're a brewery, you're a brewery or a distillery, you're limited that way. A brew pub, you can serve food, but then you don't get like distribution licenses and like what? all this other like oh things. So you literally just have to like serve it there, which is just, it was bonkers to me. It yeah. made no sense. Cause I saw the sign and that's when I texted you about it. Yeah. I saw the sign. And I literally laughed. I'm like, yeah, that's funny, man. He's like, it's serious. I'm like, Oh, that's really an Alaskan state law. Shit. You guys suck. Yeah. This is this is <laughs> kind of harsh in my reality of Alaska. I, I thought you yeah. up there was like know, law was like, of freedom, like law the last of the last frontier. Yeah, like, do it, like, do what you want, man. And yeah. No, I don't know. But the guys, you know, it was at Girdwood Brewing that I found that, and they were really nice. So I'll shout them out. They sound they not sound, Girdwood. I, I called the wrong brewery out. They were nice too. It was uh, Devil's Hand, Devil's something, uh, Devil's something brewery. Continue. I'm sorry. They sound like like a like a shittier version of Utah. 
<laughs> like, God. How many times can we shit on Utah on the podcast? <laughs> ah, I fucking hate Utah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm man. waiting for us to have a listener there. Just like, it's really not that bad. It's really not that Utah bad. and the North Country 50 miler. Those, yeah. those are the two Bobo dolls of this podcast. Let's <laughs> see how many times we can hit that. Um, yeah, so the drinking laws were weird, but I guess the, the highlight, which was really the last day we were there, is we saw. Uh, Kayla and I ran by this or drove by this guy, uh, Peter Kastelnik, Kostelnik. It's K-O-S-T-E-L Nick Kostelnik, Peter fast as fuck. Yeah. So this guy, we saw him, we're heading out West and he has a stroller that says Kenai to Key West and Kenai is on the Western shore of uh, Alaska, basically the furthest West point that a, a U.S. state road goes to. It's okay. actually a little further south is where he started. He started at the very end of where is you could drive. Is that the road Palin lives on then? Because she can see Russia. No, she was a little further <laughs> north. <laughs> I could see Russia from my house. <laughs> Man, that's an old reference. Hey. The kids won't get it. Um, <laughs> so he started at the, the furthest west point you can start as a U.S. road, and he wanted to basically run to Key West, so the furthest south that he could go. God. It's a little over 5,300 miles. It's probably closer to 5,400 miles. But we see this guy. I see his sign. I'm like, that looks, that looks like fun. And then we just kept on going. Uh, and then we, like a day went by, and we were heading back to Anchorage to go to the airport to fly home. And all of a sudden, I see him again, like on the left-hand side, not thinking like, oh, shit, he's running. <laughs> I, we're not going to beat him. Dri- like, we're going to definitely beat him driving. He's not going to beat us past Anchorage. And I said to myself, like out loud, and I was like, I was like, I probably should run with him. And Kayla's like, do it. I'm like, why not? So we turned around, we got out, and I was like, hey, buddy, need some company? He's like, sure, sounds great. And he, apparently, I was the first person to run with him. So, what if he's like, fuck off, leave me alone? Yeah, <laughs> then, then I would have thrown something at him. Team Pasta rules, and then just run over. Yeah, just hit the stroller. The stroller stabbed the tire with a pocket knife. You got to get him a possum sticker for his buggy. Oh. We gotta send him shit. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Where, where would he mail it to? Well, I'm hoping he's gonna make it through. So he's spending most of his time in Canada and then he comes down through North Dakota and it makes his way to Kentucky. So depending on when that happens, I was thinking about trying to meet him down towards like the Kentucky Ohio border because I don't know where he's going though. He doesn't, he's, have, he doesn't have like a map online that we can. He does. He has like a general idea map, but anything could change in a hundred days. His goal is to do it in a hundred days. So a little over 50 miles a day. We saw him on a 70 mile I mean, day. That's but totally doable. How many miles a day? 50? Over 50, at least 50. Sport. <laughs> but so we're literally, we're, we're <laughs> we really need the video going on this it's one. Awesome. We had, so I'm running with him and we're chatting and he's apparently he had a couple years ago, the fastest known time across uh, the country in 42 days. He had the exact like hours and minutes, but he equated to a nine minute and uh, nine 30 oh while he was running. It was a nine 30 pace. Goat like. Yeah, like yeah, and he beat the rec- he beat the record by like six or seven days. Like okay, so now the dude from Britain or from Ireland that they caught cheating, they caught riding on the back of the RV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that dude was trying to break Pete's record. Correct then. When was that? That was recently, wasn't so it's it? It's like like maybe last year, year then, before. Then yes, because he did it in two thousand. I want to say sixteen is when Pete did it. Okay. I Why think would so. you be? 
Why would you be riding on the back of an RV? Like, wouldn't you just climb? See, I could so, get away with that. I so, could, I could, <laughs> I could pull that shit off. How do you get caught? Doing so here's that? how it happened. So because was, I just watched this couple Sundays ago on 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 ESPN E60. So the way he got caught is because he was making a big deal about it, right? Keep your mouth shut, man. Like old yeah. school rule. Keep your mouth shut. Your buddy will do the bragging for you. Right. This motherfucker is telling everyone that will listen. Like oh, I'm doing this. I'm. King Dingaling and da 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 da. King Dingaling is posting it. Well, someone in like Nebraska ish decided that they wanted to run with him. So he's like, "Well, shit, I'm gonna go out and meet him at like O Dark Thirty one night." Like goes out to meet him like two in the morning or something like that. And he says he 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 sees the the RV like moving really slow down the road. He's like, "Well, that's weird." And he drives by the RV and there's no one. Like, running with it. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he says he sees the RV stop, and someone get out and run, like, behind it. And he's like, they just picked him up. And then he figured out that the guy who was trying to get that time was basically driving super slow. So it's still For tracking purposes. It was like his his GPS. Yep. And then so they caught him doing that. They caught him. I don't know how you could feel good about doing right. that, though. So they caught, they, they figure out. So then, like, this gets, like, super in-depth where, like, they went and they they hired, like, a research for, uh, firm to, like, investigate it. And they pulled, like, stride measurements where, like, well, here where you're running in California and, like, Nevada, your stride is this. When we think you were cheating, you, like, your stride measurements are, like, <laughs> fucking insane. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're like, this is insane. Something that doesn't make sense. And so, like, they figured out that at points he was, like, standing at the little, the little ladders yeah. the back of RVs. He was, like, standing on it while his crew was driving. And, like, the whole time the crew didn't know. The crew didn't know he was cheating, supposedly. Bullshit. Yeah, they right, definitely right. knew. Well, it's like, guys, like, at one point the crew's like, well, we, when he wanted to put all, they, like, people were sending him, like, posters to, like, you can do it kind of posters. And they, the crew's like, well, we just thought he wanted to put him up over the rear window so he could see why he was running. Well, now we think that he put it up so we couldn't so we see could that see he him. wasn't running. He was standing on the trip. Like, all this other kind of yeah. weird shit. But, yeah. So, I'm, it's good to know Pete still holding yeah. that shit down. So, he did that. So, he, it, that was a supported run. And, apparently, I read an article from the guy who previously held the record. That guy ran slower but got less sleep. So the guy before only averaged like five hours a night of sleep. Pete was averaging eight plus, but he, that's why he was running so fast yeah. to make up that additional time. But, but this one, he's doing self-supported. So he had said, said something about like, oh, I forgot salt tabs or something like that. I was like, oh, do you need some? He's like, no, I'm doing self-supported. I'm like, appreciate it. I'm like, cool. He's like, he's like oh, I may do. He, he pulled out a, a salt shaker from a grocery store, one of the grinder ones. He's like, this works. I'm like, just <laughs> dumping salt down his throat, yeah, like straight salt. The, yeah, but <laughs> just grinding. <laughs> yeah, but talking to him, and he just he just moved to uh, Cleveland not too long ago. Uh, his wife's not going to see him for like a month while he's running. He didn't have a job. He was a financial advisor or something like that in Missouri, Missouri or Nebraska. Yeah. Came out to Cleveland. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to do this thing. He just won Canal uh, the hundred, I think, in like low 14s or some shit like that. He was like, he was like, oh, I really wasn't going to try to race it, but you know, some guy was pushing me, so I had to push him in the last like 10, 15 miles. And I'm like, ugh, sounds miserable. And he's like, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a personal best, though, like 1404 or some shit like that. I'm like, oh my God. you're an asshole, man. I, I couldn't even do my, <laughs> couldn't do my 100K in that. 
That is, that's that's fast. That's just, I don't care what your what kind of surface run or anything. That's fast. Yeah, but he was. I mean, he was moving. Super nice dude. Handed me a card that had like his Garmin tracking thing, and he's doing like updates all the time. And he's staying in hotels, or he has a tent in his stroller. So if he has to camp it out, he can camp out. If he doesn't make it to a motel, or but yeah, just super cool dude. That was probably like the crazy like weird thing. And apparently he's a a big dude because like Jacob was saying like did you know he was running? Did you know that? I'm like, dude, I didn't know the name until I see this guy running. I'm like, I'll run with him. And he's telling me like all these things he's done. I'm like, Jacob, I asked Jacob about on the run. Jacob's yeah. like, Oh yeah, I know who he is. I well, like, he called, damn, he man. called it out on the team possum yeah. page. He's like, Flores are slowing him down. I'm like, how did you know that? I'm like, Oh, he posted the picture of me and him on his Garmin activity. Pete, Pete did. And I was yeah. like, Oh shit. I was like, That's What's funny cool. is Jacob. When I talked to Jacob, sorry, he's like, I kind of thought that was Flores, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. He's like, he's like, I saw a picture. I'm like, what the fuck? Like his mind was blown, man. He's like, he was like, holy shit! Like, like you could, like Jacob's head's like all over, like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. But yeah, that was uh that was Alaska. It was a fun time, and yeah. So check out Pete. I'll put his uh link in the show notes. So if he's coming near your area. Maybe just be like, hey, what's up? Make sure he's not on the back of an Pete RV. He needs our plug. <laughs> yeah, Pete, Pete definitely needs our plug. Well, I've already, I told him, I was like, I was like hey, you know, maybe we're done with this. You just come as a guest on the podcast. Maybe it's okay. We'll talk. <laughs> I'll my people get with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have your people. You don't just, just pick up the phone. <laughs> Pete, 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 please pick up the phone. All right. So that's enough, of the, enough of the bullshit. We're going to get into the topic uh, discussing whether you're injured or it's just a little bit of discomfort and, uh, we're going to let Mark lead the way on some of these points and we're going to chime in as we see fit. But Mark, uh, take it away. Mark, Mark gave me some points initially. Uh, and John and I both like what he's going to talk about. Okay. So <clears throat> stop me if I get on a roll. Okay. Students do. Nope. Students do. <laughs> yeah, I teach at the uh, university of Mount union and uh, I was at university of Finley before that. So, uh, so that's my plug for Mount union. So uh, <laughs> you want to go, uh, Go to Mount Union, you know, pay my salary. And especially if you're, for some reason, Mount Union is famous. Like the football team, we have like these 280 pounds, six foot eight linebackers walking around playing yeah. Division three football. Turns out, turns out they're really good at football. They're really good at football. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. I grew up in I'll Burrito, play football Wall, Wallace. Good. I thought they were really good. Yeah. But, okay, so I was thinking about this and I, I love your podcast and I don't want to ruin your podcast. <laughs> and I, I like your flow because. I like that you do things on this podcast like you use a like an audio medium to describe like how beer tastes, yeah. which is like wrong, right? So, and then you like <laughs> describe that a can is pretty, which by the way, this can that Amy Love, right? Yeah, Did she come yeah. up with this? It's beautiful. They do it yeah. right in Iowa. So, um, and then it all. And then by the time we get around to the topic, a uh, little drunk. So it's perfect. <laughs> so it's my favorite podcast. But don't let me don't let me ruin the flow here. But. Um, we're talking about how do you know if you're really injured or if this is something you push through. Exactly. Okay, so um, pain. Okay, so here's a, you're in school, and you always hear about pain. You always hear like, oh, here's, here's the example. Everybody always uses about pain. If you put your hand on a hot stove, you know to pull the hand away, so it makes pain seem like super incredibly useful, right? right. So yeah. good, good. Pain saves your life, right? But pain is really not that reliable, like at all. Okay, so think about like the other example of pain that you hear is like it's a bell ringer in a tower. Like if an enemy's coming, the bell ringer starts like ringing the bell. Yeah. But the problem with pain is sometimes like there's not really an enemy coming and the bell's ringing anyway. Right. Or the enemy's like gone and the bell's ringing still. 
you know, when the threat's not there anymore. That's a hell of a metaphor, like water yeah. running. I didn't yeah. make it up, but thanks. But um, <laughs> so, so, but the, the other one is, you know, um, maybe it's just like a little tiny enemy, but they're wringing the hell out of it. And so, so pain is like useful, but it's, it's, it's unreliable. Right. And then you kind of, then you kind of couple this with this group like the first thing I ever heard anybody say about running ever in my life, the first sentence was, it was like first day of eighth grade cross country practice. And the coach said, this sport's all about pain. And yeah. if you can't handle pain, like don't be a runner. Right. right. And that sounds super harsh, but like, even if you just kind of go and like, even if you just go and like, um, uh, you just have to enjoy the day. Yeah. yeah. It still hurts, right? right. I mean, you got to put up with some. So you get this population of people that are really good at pain. So I think people go to go to physical therapists. I think I mentioned them. I'm a physical therapist. So I've been a physical I've been a runner for 41 years. I've been a physical therapist for 31 years and then um uh been teaching it for 21 and you get these patients that come in and they really mean well, but they think, they think you mean when you say, Hey, I don't want this to hurt that they can't tell like you're being nice. Right. Right. And so you get, you get patients in and they'll go, Hey, don't worry about me, man. You can throw it at me. You know, I was a Navy SEAL or I'm an ultra marathoner or, you know, I played football at Mount Union. Yeah. <laughs> I got to drop the plug, plug a couple plug. times. So Keith Flint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith <Sorry>. Flint. <laughs> Keith's the most reclusive guy, the most humble human being on the planet. Doesn't like his name awesome. mentioned. So Keith Flint. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back to Keith Flint later. It's the Keith Flint episode. But um, so uh, so um, so you get this population here that doesn't get it. So pain's like this this thing we'll talk about, right? Because that's what you mean, right? Yeah. You're, when you you're doing this topic, it's like you've got this pain and you, it, do I stop or do I keep going? Right. So let me get to that. But let me do a disclaimer first. Let me do this. Um, in this part, you got to listen to, if you're going to use any of this information, like at all, you got to listen to this part. There's four ways you can be hurt or four ways you can have like a problem. Okay. In your life. Uh, that's, that's like a dysfunction. One is like congenital, like you're born with it. Right. Okay, so that's that's something else. You're not going to suddenly be born with something. Okay, right. so that's not what we're talking about here. We can talk about disease. Like, is this a is this like a medical disease problem? Maybe, maybe. The other two are trauma, like you drop a bowling ball on your foot, and the other one's like biomechanics, like overuse type of stuff. Maybe. Okay, but I'll talk about the disease part here for a minute because this is really important. There's these things called before you start even talking about whether or not you should continue running or not. If you got pain, you got to screen yourself quickly. You got to screen, you got to ask yourself some questions because if this ends, I had a brother that died of cancer because everybody thought he just had like tendonitis. No, no it was, oh, wow. it's a bad story, but he, he actually died. They kept misdiagnosing him, misdiagnosing him, misdiagnosing him. And it was a while back. And my brother's not the type of person that would want me being on here, being all somber. So yeah. it sounds chipper about it. It was just a horrible story though. And here's the thing. If you've got the following symptoms, you don't have to have all of them, but if you've got one or two or more. Here's how pain acts, okay? Pain should be predictable. So if you have relentless pain, that's a bad thing, okay? And here's the thing. Pain that's out of character for the problem. So we use the scale, and everybody, everybody's hurt. It's zero is no pain, and like 10 yeah. is like intense pain. If you've got like something you think is tendonitis, and that pain is like an 8 or a 9 or a 10, ask yourself, that, that is not normal, okay? And here's the big one. 
Here's the big one. If you want to know, is this like musculoskeletal pain? Is it like muscle, tendon, ligament, bone, like running stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, here's the deal. You should be able to make the pain better or worse. You should be able to do something. You okay. do something and it makes the pain worse. That's good. That's good, yeah. right? Because that means yeah. that's how it's supposed to act. Or if you rest up or put ice on it and it gets better. But if that pain does not change, right. you get your ass to a doctor. Yeah soon okay that's like that's, that's like the relentless all right like, yeah. like if you're like chilling out you're not doing anything you're still like you're still in or throbbing persistent pain yeah and that's, you get you get patients that come into the clinic and they'll go what's your pain it's a 10 okay what's the best it gets it's always a 10 and yeah. when they do that my ears perk up and i'm like if you really mean that yeah and it doesn't yeah. have to be a 10 if it's a pain right nothing changes it just consistent yeah. there's the consistent yeah. level of the that's, of the pain level it's funny it's because you, when you talk about that like i've always been taught rice yeah you know, uh, raise what? Uh, no, rest, rest ice, ice, compression, elevation. elevation. I've yeah, always right. been taught that. And then at the end of that, if like that didn't help for like two days, then shit just got real. Like yeah, that's yeah. like a bad. Well, song. What that is is inflammation. Yeah. That's really what we're talking about. Like, yeah. Totally. Okay. So completely. The other stuff is uh, night pain. Like if it's much much worse at night for no reason. If you've got night sweats, unexplained weight loss, sometimes unexplained weight gain. Well, there's yeah. no reason for it. It's just happening. Or just this generalized feeling of sickness. So you got to, at that point, this is not musculoskeletal right. pain, right? So we just took two of them away. We just took the congenital away, yeah. and we just took the uh, disease, disease away. Yeah. If it's now, disease, you don't treat yourself for disease. Now we're going to get down to what we do to ourselves. Go ahead. Well, these are the last two. <laughs> you know, we keep the, ranting? The, the, okay. the yeah. skeletal and All the right. musculars. Yeah. Well, okay, so. This, well, because that's, that's the thing I think we have a lot of the muscular and the tendons and all of that jazz of like, this shit hurts. And like, why does it hurt? And it's like, why does it keep hurting? Like, yeah. why does my Achilles keep hurting? Or why does my IT band keep hurting? Like that kind of shit. I feel like I know the answer sometimes. I just don't want to say it to people because I want to be wrong. What do you think the answer is? I think a lot of times it's because they, they don't, they don't cross train enough or they do one of too much of one thing and they get their, their they get their system out of balance. Not like not strengthening the surrounding muscles. That's well, what like, I've always like, heard. Like if a person focus like, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to get this super strong because I've been told this is weak. And then they just like fucking hardcore focusing on that. And then all of a sudden like, okay, well now like your back is all fucked up. Like your back is like way proportionally weaker than your front. So then it's like something's like, then you're running out of balance. So then somebody's going to start hurting there because it's overcompensating. Or if I could like, you know what? I've always been told that you use your lats a ton for running. So when they pump lats, when they go hardcore lats and all of a sudden something else starts hurting, well, it's because you've forgotten your chest. You've forgotten your pull. You're, you've forgotten your pushing muscles. Right. Now all of a sudden they're going to start hurting. Like every time someone says something, I'm like, you don't cross train, do you? And I guess the first thing almost always well, goes to my we, head. I mean, we've talked about it. I haven't lifted or done any bit of cross training yeah. until this year. And I've noticed a tremendous difference yeah. Yeah. in just my ability to run and feel like I'm running stronger. Yeah. Are we close? Right. Yeah, it's like real close. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, last I was listening to the last. I was I, I was nervous. I'm nervous about being here because I like freaking love this podcast. You know, I'll fuck up your podcast. But um, so I was listening to. I was. I thought I'd I'd calm myself by listening to the last week's episode. Right. Yeah. And it's Travis and Jessica are on. And I'm yeah. like, oh, God. You know, it's the worst thing I've ever done. Because they're completely entertaining. They're hilarious. They're, they're cool. But Jessica was saying that last week. She was like, she's like, you got yeah. to do other stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's talking about yeah. Lee Connor. And Lee Connor does all. Oh, my Actually, God. Lee Connor has given me advice on my knees. And by the way, if you're Cleveland area folks, if you're looking for a really, really good physical therapist, uh, Tanya Yanok, uh, Lee's, Lee's wife, is, uh, is it. Okay? Really? So, yeah, I'd get on, a, I'd get on yeah. to see her. 
And, um, but uh, yeah, and, and then down here in Columbus, uh, Jay Smithberger, yeah, elite, yeah. elite, 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 um, uh, ultra marathoner down here. His brother in law, um, Chaz, did you hear that? Chaz, <laughs> <laughs> Chaz, did you hear that? Jay's elite. Jay's Jay's elite. Jay's elite. Do you not know that story? Have you heard no. the story? Oh, what's the story? Go ahead. Oh. We got to tell it now. Oh, we're getting ready, just getting ready to embarrass the fuck out of Chaz. He will, he'll stop listening after this podcast right here. I love Chaz. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Chaz. Tell the story. <laughs> so, all right. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do the story credit because, like, I can't remember the full details on it. But essentially what happened is, is Ronnie and Chaz are standing around talking after a race, and... Oh, oh, wait. And, and Jay Smithberger walks up. Yeah. And, and so they, you know, because Jay's fucking super friendly, right? Yeah. Good, and, they, good, and they get the. Awesome. Yeah. yeah and they get the shooting the shit and all this kind of stuff. And then for some reason, Chaz is like, well, yeah, Jay, but do you, do you know, do you know Chad Trombo? And, and Jay's like, he's like, he's like, Chaz's like, yeah, Chad Trombo, man. He like, he like flew on this course. Like he had a crazy good time. And Jay, Oh, very humble dude. Very yes, nice dude. Yes, super it's nice. Just like, like, yeah, I, I do know Chad, and uh, I actually hold the course record for <laughs> the race you're talking about right now over Chad. And Chad's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and that's like, like Chad, and, Chad's and, had no clue who he's talking to, none I, whatsoever. I'm, I'm stunned that Jay would even, even, yeah. even get to that level where yeah, he stated yeah. well, fact. <laughs> but I think, I think the problem was was Chaz was a little. Uh, Little, yeah, little Chaz drinky, been, drinky. Yeah. So he was just, I think, like, because Chaz told us the story or told me the story back in your backyard that one time we were all here. Yeah. And yeah, Chaz was like, yeah, I just, I just kept going about how great Chad was, and do you see how fast he is? And do you see? <laughs> Jay's like, that's yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah, I know him really well. I hold that course record as a matter of fact. Like, and they train together like all, all the time, the time yeah. too. Well, they're they like really, really yeah, good they friends. Run, yeah. Like, at Mo, when you see yeah. Mo, they're like they're always the they're always right they're together. Always, yeah. Like, right with each other. So yeah, that's. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Jay's uh, Jay's brother-in-law, Joe Simcoe. Yeah, find him. Here's how you find Joe. I think I think this is true. He's got he's got an office in Front Runner. I think he, I think he's got an office right off of Front Runner. Okay. Like I think you can walk from Front Runner into Joe's office, and that dude is the best physical therapist in Columbus. Last time I saw, he's at Max. Uh, at Max Sports. He was at Max Sports, okay. and he might still be. He might still be, but I know he. I know he branched out. Okay. And I think that's still accurate. None of these businesses are yet a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> feel, free to, feel free to Mount Union. Feel free to put some money in that tip jar. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, he's uh, he's a good one. Yeah, they're yeah they're excellent. So, okay, so I always picture these guys maybe you know these guys and gals listening to this, but here's here's what you're getting here because I want to school you a little bit on this. This is. Here's something you need to know about physical therapists. A couple things. One, physical therapists do their shopping at like 3 a.m. because every place they go, it's called the Walmart eval. Like you, you're walking through Walmart's parking lot, you run into somebody you know, and that person will go, hey, my hip hurts. What do you think it is? And, and so, and it's, and it's fine. And, and, and then we're super, we're like incredibly unhealthy. Hey, can I show you this sore? No, right, like that. Look at this rash. But, um... But and, and, and then we're, we always kind of mumble, and it's not that we're not trying to be helpful, but it's just so incredibly hard to do it. But here's how you screen for stuff. And here's the first story I ever tell physical therapy students. Here's the thing. Um, there's these little things that repair us, okay? And they're called osteoblasts. And there's these little cells, and, and what they do, they only do one thing. They don't do two things. They only do one thing. What they do is they spit out little pieces of stuff called collagen, okay? And they just pop, pop, pop. They just spit it out. That's all they do. 
little collagen cells, and collagen is the stuff that makes up fascia and bone and tendons and ligaments, okay? So that's all they do. One job. And they're everywhere. They're all over your body. So picture this. These little fuckers, they're all Mount Union. <laughs> okay. All these, see if I can see if I can be fired by the end of this episode. But, um, okay, so that's all they do, man. They just, they just spit out little tiny, tiny micro chunks of bone. So, and, and they're everywhere throughout your body, but they don't act until something happens. When it gets, when the environment that they're in gets hot and acidic, like high acid and low oxygen. So if it's hot, really acidy, low oxygen, they turn on and they do their thing. They spit out bone. Okay? So the environment that that is, is that's inflammation. Okay? Because inflammation, take one thing away from this whole episode, inflammation is, is deadly. So can you train through stuff? Some stuff you can train through. Inflammation you cannot train through. You cannot do it. Okay? So... Here's the thing. If you're inflamed and osteoblasts kick on and they start pop, 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 they just start spitting out the bone, that's great, okay, because they're repairing you. Okay. They're repairing you. Here's what you need to know about osteoblasts, and never forget this about osteoblasts. Do not forget this. This is key. Osteoblasts are fucking stupid. They have absolutely, <laughs> they have no intelligence at all. They're no intelligence at all. They're that brother-in-law you got that works really super hard and produces stuff, but is just dumb as hell, okay? I love so, it. So... If it's hot and if it's low oxygen and if it's acidy, these things are just going to spit bone. They're just going to do it. Okay. Huh. So that's cool. While you're healing, you break a bone, gets inflamed, they spit the stuff out, everything heals, and that's good, right? Here's the problem. They don't know when to stop. If it, if it stays hot and acidy and low oxygen, if it stays inflamed, in other words, they'll just keep spitting bone. And what they do then is you've got all sorts of horrible stuff that happens. They'll just keep spitting bone out until your tendons get too thick, and then they don't work anymore. Is that tendonitis? That is tendonitis. Ah, well, tendonitis. Yeah. Here's, killing it. Here's the deal. It's like a cycle. So there's like that's tendonitis. What is tendonitis? For <laughs> anything yeah. with itis at the end means it's inflamed. Yeah. So if it's inflamed, what's happening? Pop quiz. It, wait, what? <laughs> I was focusing on the new beer I just tapped. <laughs> I was not offered a new beer. Not yet. I, well, you haven't finished that one yet. We'll talk about that one in a second. Let's finish this okay. thought. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm very into this thought. Wait, I don't want to break it. I'm distracted what, as hell what, right what now. Was, what was what the pop drinking quiz? A delicious what was my looking, pop quiz? Your pop quiz is what happens when, when okay, so itis means inflammation. Yeah. Something gets inflamed. Yeah. What happens then? It, 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 gets, it gets. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. And then if you don't. If you don't take it down, if you don't like reduce it, like put ice on it, you know, reduce inflammation, it tears. No, Fuck. You not pay attention Fuck. At all. it might tear, but that's okay. You deserve Fail. I deserve. I deserve a reclaimed yours. rails blood. The reason John didn't know that as well as talking, he was at the he was at the fridge pouring himself, <laughs> and yeah. Jonathan didn't get one. I didn't get one. Yeah, but John has a delicious beer in front of him now. Yeah, but so what happens is the osteoblasts <laughs> turn on. Okay, so if they thicken up a tendon. If they thicken up a tendon too much, the, the tendon's in a sheath like a 10-speed brake cable. Okay. It, it'll become too thick for its sheath. The sheath will start to stick, and guess what happens then? It gets more inflamed, so guess what happens then? Osteoblasts keep laying down bone. So this is how you get like arthritis. If you stay inflamed, osteoblasts will just keep laying down bone until your biomechanics are screwed. So when you lay down bone for more than four hours, should you consult a physician? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm like, but I'm not. He, I, I don't know if that he's ever said anything that funny ever. Like that honestly might need to go down in the archives. It's the funniest thing he's ever said. Sorry. You should consult your local physical therapist. Um, There's no way. He'll why ever should the physicians that. get all the business? So, um, all right. So Sorry. okay. So so inflammation's bad because. It'll, it'll just keep laying bone down on a surface and that you get osteoarth, you get a roughened surface. And once you get the roughened surface or the thickened tendon or any other of these things, then you really have an actual problem because then you can't have correct body biomechanics because then it's bone on bone rubbing right. or it's a really thick tendon that's, that's continuously scraping. And the only thing that can lead to is more inflammation and then you end up permanently screwed up. Okay, so... Like, get, like no, like all the physical therapy in the world. Really uh, there's a, it's your body kind of cleans itself up a little. Yeah, it's a whole other thing, but it it's not very good at it. And the problem is, once you start moving, and it's and the biomechanics are bad. Okay, and I'm I, I'm dumbing this down a little, but it's almost this simple. Yeah. It's almost it's almost this simple. Once, once that cycle starts. The heat just keeps going. The low oxygen, the acidity, they just yeah. keep laying it down and laying it down. You want them to shut off, but they won't do it. So what the key thing here is, can you train through an injury? Right. You can train through an injury if you're not inflamed. So just keep it. It's like, so if you can, so the, what I'm going to take away from that, me being the idiot that I am, is if I get an injury after every run, it's ice bath time. There's runners have done it. Yeah. Jack Foster's this 40, when he was 40 years old, New Zealander, yeah. ran a 211 marathon when he was 40 and ran a 215 when he was 46. And he's a, he, he has, he's a farmer. He has horses on his farm. Yeah. He hoses down the horse's legs after a workout and he hoses down his own. So yeah. I don't think you have to go that far, but you got to pay attention to the inflammation. Yeah. Okay. When you have something like, uh, like an IT band or something like that, how does that play into? Because is it technically inflamed? Because it's not like inflammation where you would notice, like obviously if you, if I broke a wrist, you would see the inflammation quite easily. But something like an IT band or something like an Achilles hurt, well, it hurts. Okay, so IT and Achilles, those are from overuse. Okay. And I, I hope to God, I'll try to talk quicker because I want to talk for two minutes about overuse. Oh, we don't have to, if you're, if you're going to talk about that, I don't want to yeah, pre Yeah, remind me too, because this, yeah. yeah. remind me too, because John's going to get me this other beer and I'm going to drink it. Yeah, and then, Okay, so, all right, so, um... Here's the thing. So, okay, so physical therapists will drive you absolutely insane because here's, and here's how we'll do it. You'll, you'll come into physical therapy, you'll get evaluated, you'll get a diagnosis, and they'll give you a bunch of exercises, and then we'll tell you, do these exercises, don't miss these exercises, but don't do them if they hurt. And then, <laughs> and then they all hurt. Right. And so you don't do them, you don't do them, and then we yell at you. Yeah, we okay? yell for not doing it. For not doing it. So you cannot, you cannot win, okay? So here's what we mean, and this is, this is important, okay? What we mean by that is, here's the thing. You are allowed to do them, but you're not allowed to get inflamed. And here's the best explanation I can give you for how do you know? Because how do you know? I mean, it hurts. I don't know yeah. if it's inflamed or what. Sometimes inflammation swells and turns colors and stuff, but sometimes it just doesn't. So here's how you tell. If you are exercising, whatever it is you're doing, you're out running, and your pain level is, you know, maybe, even maybe you're in a little pain. Because can you train through injuries? You can kind of train through some injuries. Yeah. If you're unsure, go talk to a physical therapist, okay? But try this first. You got a little trickle of pain going. 
you start, say, running. And the, I'll give you my example. I'm injured at the moment. So you don't want marriage advice from somebody that's never been married. You don't want injury advice from somebody that's never been injured. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm the Well, master. that's why I have the people listen to this, because they know we've done a bunch <laughs> of stupid shit, and they're just like, oh, these guys might know something. I've done massive amounts of stupid shit, and I know better. So, so you, you, um, you're out, uh, you're, uh, my knees. Uh, I'm walking around. They ache a little. I'll go out for a run. The pain will go up, up to a, maybe a two or three on a scale of one to ten, okay? Or... Sometimes they'll really ache. They'll go five or six on a scale of one to ten. Here's the trick. When you got a little bit of pain, you're exercising, the pain goes up, stop. Take a break for 30 seconds. That, if it's not inflamed, that pain should go right back down. Maybe not right to where it started. So if I start out running, I'm not in any pain, I'll give you a different number. The pain goes up to a six or seven. And I'm like, this kind of ouches. With my knees right now, they're injured, but they're not inflamed. So I'll go out for a run. It'll shoot up a little bit. When I stop, just for a moment, the pain will drop way, way down to a two or a three. Okay? That's not inflamed. It's inflamed. If that pain lingers, inflammation yeah. lingers. So here's the deal. If you're injured, here's how you know. Do you train through it or do you not train through it? And again, understand there's a Walmart parking lot piece of advice. Okay? Yep. At three so in the morning. You follow, <laughs> yeah, you follow all those all those pieces of advice that I gave you earlier about red flags and not being an idiot, and if this goes on, get in to see somebody. But here's the thing. If you are out on a run and something starts aching, and when you stop, it feels really good to stop. doesn't mean the pain has to go away, but if, yeah. if that pain drops a lot, you can probably keep going. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. usable advice. And PTs tend not to give that advice because we don't want you coming in yelling at us if we're wrong. Right. Okay. But I think I gave you enough sufficient warning that you yeah. didn't yell yeah. at me anyway. <laughs> All I'm getting paid for this is beer, you know, and, you know, malpractice, Mount Union. Okay. So <laughs> got to drop it six times, I think. So, but that's the thing, though. What, make sure you're not inflamed. Make sure that when you stop, it feels immediately better then you know that's not inflammation. Yeah. Okay, and, and I think it's probably safe to go ahead and play with the, with the exercise moving out. Yeah, that's a good, I've never thought about that because there is times where you're, you're running and you're just like, this sucks. And like, you, you just take that break at a stoplight or something like that. You're like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. And then you just push on anyways when it's like, should I have pushed on or should I not? I just do anyways because- You're an idiot. Basically. Doctors and people with medical experience. Well, they know. What do they know? They don't know anything. When you go in and they don't listen to you and they hand you a sheet of exercises that you could have gotten out of the back of Runner's <laughs> World Google or something it. like that. Yeah, yeah Google it. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. So you know how many physical physical therapists don't really cure patients. Yeah, we guide patients, guide healing. Body heals itself. Body will heal itself if you if you let it. Yeah. If you do if you stress it exactly the right way at the exact right time. Huh. And that's what all the exercises and stuff are for. Huh. All right. <clears throat> Seemed like a decent break to talk about the other beer you just poured. Yeah. Yeah. So so I only had like maybe a third of a pour of the uh, of the Oja or whatever it was called. So I went ahead and cracked open a reclaimed rails brewery. It's their blood orange wheat. This thing is. Super good. Is it? Yeah. It's way better, actually. So it must have been one of their guest taps at the tap room? It must have. Because you said different brewery. Because I, yeah, yeah. I was looking at untapped trying to find it. Yeah, it's Reclaimed reclaimed Rails Brewing Company. Reclaimed. This is coming at 7% too. Like the first one we have is 8.4. This one's 7. So. Not too shabby. Not shabby at all. 
You talk about it for a second, and I'll rinse out the glasses. Well, I can't talk about it because I don't have any of it. I better find something to talk about quick. So reclaimed, reclaimed rails brewing. Let's look that up right now. Cause that's how we do on this podcast. Reclaimed rails. Uh, it's another Iowa. Like we talked about. Thank you, Amy, again for, uh, for giving us the hookup there. Uh, let's see where they're at. They should have an about us other info. That should give us like where the hell they're at. Right. Where's the beer? Contact us. Uh, I don't care about their privacy policy. Where's the beer? Nope, that's not what I wanted. They are in... Bonder it? What? Oh, (laughs) you said I'm slaughtering this? I got headphones on, man. I can't hear anything. Uh, Bonderant, Iowa? I have no idea where that's at. Your Bonderant is? Map. What are you trying to look up? Where this place is. And look where, look where Google drops the dot in southern South America. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Google. That's exactly what I want. That's probably Bondurant, South America. How is it, Mark? It has a, um, <laughs> it has a hit. I can, it tastes like autumn leaves, and it has a taste of woodiness on the back end. <laughs> That's hell, awesome. Whatever the hell that means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes beery. It's beery on the front and the back. I like that. I'm about to steal that. It's beery. It's beery on the front and on the back. It's All right. no PBR. All right. So we talked. Definitely not a PBR. <laughs> this is a hundred percent true statement. <laughs> You're like, I don't want none of this. No PBR. I love PBR. Nothing wrong I with it. I actually do like PBR. I don't mind it. When we did that crap beer episode, John and I were really excited that people voted. PBR is a crap beer. Like, finally, we get something decent out of it's this. It's not bunch. crap at all. You know who turned me on to PBR? Scott Wolf. Yeah. He was drinking one. I was making fun of him. He goes, No, you're just absolutely wrong. <laughs> and so uh, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it happened. So we've talked about inflammation. We've talked about some other things uh, with the, like, the disease and the, uh, what's the other word? Inflammation? Oh, uh, well, congenital? Yes, congenital. And we talked about uh, uh, disease. Yep. So the other two, the biomechanical. Yep. Okay, here's the thing. Biomechanics generally means something's rubbing wrong. Yeah. Okay, I know that's dumbed down beyond we repair. need that. But that no, it's just it's it's what it is. I'll break this down into something that's actually usable, especially in the middle of a run. Right? So and that can be because of misshapen bones. So you can have, what if I have really flat arches? What if I have really high arches? We're not going to get into that for the moment. What I want to do is give you a self-screening thing for biomechanics. If you might have bad biomechanics, you might be knock-kneed, you might be bow-legged. There's other terms for those, but it doesn't matter. You might be flat-footed, you might be high-arched, and again, we could get technical, let's not. Um, But here's the thing. I have seen runners go into physical therapy clinics and I have seen them walk in, tell a physical therapist that they've been running two to 3,000 miles per year for 15 years. God. Now, let me ask you guys. If you've been running two or 3,000 miles a year for 15 years, do you think that person has, like, biomechanical problems? No. No. There's no way. No. That would have happened a long time yeah. ago. Now, there, there are other things. You could, I mean, here's the deal. You can have tight musculature. You can have weak musculature. But, you know, but... By and large, probably, if you've been biomechanically free for 15 years, you can probably save yourself $350 on a pair of orthotics and try some other things. So it's probably overuse. So overuse is is 
maybe everything's completely fine with you. Maybe it's fine, but you start really jacking up the mileage really, really hard. Right. And it's just wear and tear starts happening because you're not recovering. You know, you do a run, you get a little stronger overnight. You're able to do more, able to do more, able to do more. But if you jack it up really fast, or maybe you didn't jack it up fast, but maybe nobody, lots of people can run 100 miles a week. Some people can run 150. Some people can run 200, but no one can run 400 miles per week. So there's this obvious place, or you can't do it right. for long. So there's this obvious place. Because people do run 400 miles in a week, but not every week. <laughs> so, um, so here's the thing. Um, overuse. Biomechanics, absolutely. But if it's a biomechanical problem, at that point, you're not treating yourself. Go see someone. Okay? That's where I'm going to leave that. But with overuse, here's what runners need to know. Um, take this example. Okay, take this example. Um, somebody starts a running program. They, they bust out the door. They start running down the street. First thing that gets them, brand new runner, first run ever. First thing that gets them, they'll get winded. Reach down a couple blocks later, grabbing the knees, huffing and puffing, walk home. Okay? But here's the thing. Cardiovascular system, heart, lungs, oxygen delivery, that stuff happens. You'll develop that very, very quickly. And literally during runs, you will develop capillary beds, the smallest blood vessels. Those will develop while you're running. Your body will build those things. So that happens incredibly fast. So, okay, so same runner a week later. They're not getting winded as much anymore, right? Right. So they're starting to feel pretty good. Next thing that gets them, sore muscles. Okay, so they go out there and say, man, I'm really just tired and sore. Muscle develops slower than the cardiovascular, but it develops... Pretty quick. Yeah. So this is why people start running. They're like, my God, my progress is amazing. You know, I yeah. can only go two blocks. Right. And then I can go like a mile. And then, my God, I ran my first 5K, and everything's ratcheting up. Third thing, bone. Yeah. And bone and tendons and ligaments are made of the same stuff, okay? All collagen, what the osteoblasts do. That's really slow. That's really slow. There's also no nerve fibers. There's very few nerve fibers in that stuff. So what you can get yourself into horrible trouble by doing this. You can go, oh my God, I don't have any symptoms. I'm not out of breath anymore. Yeah. My muscles aren't sore anymore. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is, by the time something happens with a tendon or a ligament, ligaments are usually traumatic, but, but tendons and, and, or a stress fracture in a bone, by the time that stuff happens, it's happened. Right. Right. So right. no warning at all. You're cruising along. Everything's going great. You're getting ready for the Columbus Marathon. All of a sudden, man, my new sport, God, I'm good at this. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got a stress fracture, and you're like, why me? Yeah. Or you got tendonitis, and you're like, why me? And that's why when you do a training program, that's why you've got to ramp it up slow, even if you're feeling good. You've got to. Yeah. So, how tough you are. So on stress fractures, the other key part to preventing stress fractures is the rest days, right? Yeah, you have because, to. Because, because it, you know, I, obviously, you, you'd be the one to be able to tell me if I'm wrong on this. <laughs> so <laughs> stress fractures happen because after or during every run, your bones do get itty-bitty little fractures in them. And a stress fracture is essentially where you haven't given those itty-bitty little fractures enough time to heal, and the itty-bitty little fractures essentially get so close together that they turn into one big fracture, and that is then the stress fracture, right? Yeah, the bone, you, you, the, the force you're putting on yourself with all this increased training, your bones aren't ready for you. Yeah. Because you're right. There's little t- tiny, tiny micro traumas yeah. that happen, and guess what? 
we've badmouthed osteoblasts, but they'll come in overnight. That's they'll, what they're they'll, they'll patch that up. They'll, and they make it stronger. And you'll get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger to the point where, you know, where you're able to do these big loads of work. But the yeah. problem is that people don't. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's that explains stress fractures. So like one, it's funny because like <clears throat> for some crazy reason, there's a person at work that came to me. He's like, so he and he's getting ready for um, GFK 50. Wow. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm running really fast. And he's like, let me ask you something. What 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 kind of running do you do? Like, well, when I'm really training, I do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? And like, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesdays are usually kind of decent miles. Wednesdays are a little bit lower, and then Thursdays are about the same thing as the Tuesday was. Friday off, Saturday's high miles, Sunday's high miles, but less than Saturday, and then Monday off. He's like, oh, so you do have to take those days off? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like, They're just like as everything, important. Like, yeah, yeah like, so if you've been running for years and years and years and everything's strong and everything's in sync, maybe you don't have to. I yeah. mean, again, people go out and they run 150 miles a week every single week. That happens. Yeah. People yeah. do it. But those people have probably been running for a long, long time. Yeah. And they've had a chance to build up into it. But the thing is, tendons act the same way. And let me, let me get something off my chest. Let me say something to everyone that's listening that I want to say to individual runners, but I'm afraid I'll hurt their feelings. But for example, IT band syndrome, you ever notice this every year, three weeks before the Columbus marathon, one out of five runners, that's going to run it. All of a sudden their IT yep. band flares up and I'm not picking on them, Yeah. but here's, here's the deal. Okay. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but if tendonitis type stuff, Maybe they didn't put in their base miles. Uh, Maybe they didn't build their general strength as time went on. And all of a sudden, now, I mean, you can make an IT band feel better. You yeah. go to your you ice it, you stretch it. But the problem is, like, what caused it? Right. What caused it is it wasn't strong to begin with. You decided to take on this goal. Yeah. And you decided to stress it every single day. And now it's inflamed. And guess what happens? Well, I'm going to give you a second crack at this, John. Gets inflamed, then what? The 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 blasting, pop, pop, yeah, pop, the yeah, osteoplast. Yeah, yeah. All right, they go in and and they they repair it. Fucking the nailed is, it. If it gets inflamed, those suckers are just going to keep laying it down, laying it down, yeah. laying it down, and then it will be adhesing to things in there, which makes it inflamed even more. And the thing is, people go, "What can I do about my IT band?" Well, you can ice it and you can stretch it, but what should have happened is this nice, consistent strengthening over months is Ooh, really what should have yeah. happened. Which and same with the Achilles. So you most important. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you snap I, an I Achilles, fe- that's different. That's I, trauma. I felt, I felt oh, some oh, like, trauma, I felt some like Achilles pain, like at Kettle, like probably the last, I don't know, last like probably half marathon, last like 13 miles. It was just like on fire. But see, Kettle's really extreme. What yeah. Did you, go, did you go 50 miles or 100K? 100K. Okay. So 100K. Here's the deal. At the Blue end ball. of 100, <laughs> you maybe didn't do anything wrong. It's just a long, long, so is it okay to beat yourself up? Do you have to go, oh, my God, I'm 85 miles into a 100-miler, and I'm inflamed? You can probably, <laughs> like, this is my license on the line here, man. But the problem is you're probably not going to snap the thing yeah. in two. There's a certain point at which you didn't really do anything wrong. It's just really inflamed. Now, don't do something stupid. Yeah. Don't ruin your running career. Don't. That's how I did my knees, by the yeah. way. I, I was too Dumb to get off the course on a day when I should have. Yeah. But can you push yourself through it? You can, but just keep in mind, you're going to pay the price later. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're willing to pay that, maybe you say, well, look, I, sorry, I trained for this for six months. I'll go ahead and be injured and do things really right for six weeks. And be, yeah. Okay, maybe, right? 
maybe that's your decision, but that's what that's kind of the deal with yeah. overuse. Jumping back real fast to the uh, to the part about the IT band and maybe what was lacking is the consistency in training. So maybe s- safe to say one of the key components to training and any successful training and any successful races consistency consistency and then a a, a really reasonable build up yeah and yeah. ultra marathoners are great because ultra marathoners are used to steady forward progress and yeah. most ultra marathoners use that in their training too yeah it's the it's the folks that let themselves get terribly like okay i am terribly out of shape right now but I wasn't always. But when I start, my, my knees are getting a lot better. My running's starting to come back. The weight's starting to come down. And God, it needed to. Yeah. But I'm just going to try to be disciplined and not jump into some 50K next week. Right, right. Well, I like. We'll so let me tell you about this 50K attack. What, what I like, and, and <laughs> right, what, so so for the people who don't know Mark, what I like is he's he's name dropped Keith Flint a couple times about how yeah. humble Keith Flint is there like at. And what I like is Mark is equally because because him and keith come from the same like old school ou like badass marathon runners back in the day kind of mentality and what he's talking about well, not telling everybody is his terribly out of shape <laughs> he will still go out there and like absolutely scuff like me and jonathan up oh. in in a fucking oh uh, we're on to the bs part we must be nearing the end of the, <laughs> oh, of the podcast fucking brutal. i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't Anyway, yeah. anybody, but thanks. But that's funny you bring because because my IT band was was bothering me a little towards the end of Alaska, and I know it because I had that Achilles issue at the end of Kettle, so I tried resting it. But instead of building up miles, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I got a marathon in a month, like uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like the next weekend, I'm like, yeah, I'll do 16. Well, the nice thing, the positive thing is, once you've built it up, there's the slowest, they're the slowest to build up, but then you can. They don't exactly erode overnight yeah. either, so you can yeah. build up this really nice, strong skeleton. Yeah, well, as, like with the IT issues at the end, towards the end of the race, it just it hurt a little bit. So I, you know, I pushed through it, got through it. The very next day, it was still kind of sore because I was on a plane and had to deal with that bullshit. But then the day after that, we went on like a five mile hike, and you would have thought nothing was wrong, like ever. And and it hasn't hurt me since. See, tendons act that way. You can get up in the like I get up in the morning, and just because I'm old and and and, and weak, <laughs> I just hurt till I get to the bathroom. But once you get them warmed up and everything, you can tell it's tendonitis if you if they actually feel better for a, you know, you, yeah. so you're real sore, and then it gets better for a while. So maybe the advice on seeing where the pain goes isn't the best. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Stick with it anyway. <laughs> also, keep in mind disclaimers here. There are, there are things, there are such things as trauma. You know, if you go out there and snap an Achilles yeah. tendon, yeah. That, we're not, that's nothing about what we talked about. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. you're smart enough. Also, there are things like tight and weak musculature. There are things like poor posture. There are a lot of other things. And then there are, honest to God, biomechanical problems. Yeah. And arches flatten as you age. So that could come on over time. So I'm not discounting anything out there or trying to upset anybody. Can you, if you are an overpronator, right? Right. And, and like, if you're a pronator, then the big thing is like, oh, get this shoe or, oh, get this orthotic, da, 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 da. Can you teach yourself, can you reteach yourself to run and not overpronate? You can strengthen your foot. Is that what it is? And that's kind of new. We never really, well... It's an involved question, and then you got to ask yourself, do you want to? Okay. Here's the thing. I have um, my – I've been running for 41 years, yeah. and I'm not claiming any sort of skill at it, but it's still a big number. So I'm going to go ahead 
and claim that. <laughs> I almost long, choked on my no, beer. The longevity, right? Okay. So I've been doing this for a long time. In some years, I ran big miles. Others, I didn't. But if you look at my hips, my hips are wrong. My knees are wrong. Yeah. My feet and ankles are wrong. But here's the thing. And this gets way beyond this podcast. But they kind of counter each other. Right. Okay, so I'm a little bit bow-legged, but my, but my bony <sighs> configuration of the hips counter it. Yeah. And then I'm a little high-arched. But the other two counter it. So the biomechanics do play in. So gotcha. I'm a biomechanical. That's awesome. So here's what he's saying. His body's fixing itself. Yeah. Well, like, when I was young, this happened to me. When I was in PT school. My PT school friends said, look at your high arches. And I was running pretty well back then. Yeah. And they would, they would look at it and go, look at your high arches. Let's put you in orthotics. So they put me in a pair of orthotics, and I was, I was hurt immediately. Yeah. We didn't know enough back then to know that I was accommodating for it elsewhere. Right. Yeah. So right. this stuff does get a little more involved. Yeah, yeah. But the, the topic at hand is... Do you train through it or not? And if you listen to this, you know, hopefully it'll get you to the place where you can make a reasonable decision out on the trail. Like, do I keep going? Right. Or, right. or do I go out for a jog? I'm a big Flint fan when you don't know when you're recently injured. And Keith Flint would enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not getting the inside joke here, I've known Keith Flint since we were, I think I was 18 and I think he was 19 and very weirdly... He was probably 20. He was a professor of mine at OU when he was like 20, and he gave me a B minus in a course. But we're like best friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm still mad about the B minus. He said it was a gift. But, um, <laughs> but, but Keith, Keith's super unbelievable. I'll respect him this much. I won't talk about Keith's accomplishments, but he is off the charts and was one of the pioneer ultra runners in the United States and all the rest of it. But Keith does not like his name mentioned. He does not like publicity. <laughs> we'll, so go into his, we'll, we'll, we'll go into we'll talk to his accomplishments. So I love but you, he's brother, a pioneer. I've known him. I've known Keith for like 35 years and screw you, Keith. We're, Keith Flynn episode. But Keith, Keith, like Keith just likes to run loops. He just yeah, likes yeah. to. And, um, but when you're, when you're getting Four over, hours. when you're, when you think you might be injured or when you're getting over an injury, run loops. Go find a little loop because what you want to do is if it gets inflamed, and again, if you take a break and that pain lingers, you're done. Yes. Step Stop. off. Step off. So get used to running loops around a high school track or on a one-mile loop around a park. Something where, you, <coughs> excuse me, something where you can be done. Yeah. So, you know, just pay attention to the inflammation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's plenty of places around at least central Ohio that you can either hop on a track or go to like, yeah. but Antrim. Antrim is like a mile, isn't it? I don't know, around the pond? Yeah. I don't know. I think around the pond's like almost It's good mental apart. training, too. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking mind-numbing. Yeah. You know what Keith Flint did once? <laughs> <laughs> he, he ran Tell for- us. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Flint would want you to know that Keith Flint- No, you would not. <laughs> I, I know this about Keith because he trusts me with stuff, or at least he did until now. <laughs> he ran the bases at a baseball field Holy for five hours once just shit. to do it. What? <laughs> he just wanted to just challenge his brain. That's that's real mind numbing. Yeah. It's ninety feet, right? Yeah. Between each base. Yeah. Yep. God. You don't have to do that, but find yourself a little loop yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And Maybe a little longer. <laughs> My God. Ugh. No, thank you. I mean, I've known some crazy things about Keith. I didn't know about the baseball park one yet. Yeah. It, it was, was a probably, secret. It was a secret he trusted me was. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. There's tons and tons and tons more than this. And I mean, I'm not, this is not stumping for physical therapy. This is stumping for Mount Union. B, <laughs> whatever. It's our thing. Um, uh, but get yourself to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Massage therapists are great. Chiropractors are great. 
I don't have any axe to grind against personal trainers. Just make sure that the person, if you want to screen your person, make sure they understand how the healing happens and that they're not just making you feel better, but they're actually getting to the, I, I would want to hear it. That's a big, I, I, yeah. I would ask before they, before you spend your second appointment with them, ask them, what's the cause of this? Right. And if they can't give you anything, but well, you have pain and tightness, but wait a minute, how did I get pain and right. tightness? Why do Cause I, I didn't have pain tightness? and tightness three months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why right. do I have it now? If they don't have some sort of an answer uh, for you, yeah. save that's a your good money. one. Get to someone else. That makes sense because the problem is if you don't fix the root of the problem, it's yeah. just going to come back. Plenty of that's why I don't. Exactly. That's why I personally don't like chiropractors. I call them witch doctors because I feel like everyone that goes to them, they have to get alignments for the rest of their yeah. fucking life. Yeah, you're because in they're it. like, oh, you're I need to get man. another alignment. It's like they're the hotel well, they're not, California of they're medical not, field. Yeah, they're not fixing anything. I don't. I mean, I don't know any chiropractor. Well, I do know, but they don't listen to this podcast. So. Yeah, there's criminals out there in every field. <laughs> roofers, <Jeez>. roofers, roofers, <laughs> fucking roofers. <laughs> roofers. <laughs> Bastards. Oh Bastards. man, filthy. Bastard. Is there anything else we have to talk about? Oh God, I feel I like think, I've, that's it, man. That, there was a there was a lot still there. Listening, was, thank you. That was really. Uh, that was, that was very way more informative than we could have came up with. There's no way we can. We I can, I can I pronounce I half told, the words he said. Here's here's what I would have told you. Try doing that in a Walmart parking lot at 3 a.m. Man, just <laughs> like hey, what do you think <laughs> of my hip? It's like uh, nobody wants to hear this yeah. shit. So if you've ever been on a run with me and you told me about an injury and I said. Yeah, see if it goes away in three days. Yes, I was blowing you off, but I also <laughs> spared you from like this, yeah. okay? And he spared you from the like eight and a half minute mile. Yeah, the, he's getting, the amount of times he, we, all of a sudden, because all of yeah. a sudden he gets a fucking hard on about talking about physical therapy. Shit. I haven't run an eight and a half minute mile since Jesus was a teenager. So just <laughs> which, stop. Ev- which evidently was like a couple months ago because I was fucking <laughs> sucking wind going up Washington yeah. Street with him and Keith Flint. I remember, I remember it was never it, trust a roofer. That, <laughs> that one run, it was me, you. Mark, Keith, I think Renee was there. And the same kind of thing, like, they started talking, and then all of a sudden, Scott, it was like... Scott was there, too. Yes, that, was, yeah. that was the, um... No, it was, no, yeah, it was Scott. That was one of the yeah. snow. It was the snow. That's right. Yep. No, no, no. That's Mark, Keith. Mark Keith wasn't Flint. at that one. But Keith Flint would also like me to say... <laughs> Keith, but, Keith trained with a dude that got eighth place in the New York City Marathon every single day back in the 80s. And this guy, you couldn't get this guy to talk about running either. Yeah. That's where Keith got, gets this from, yeah. that type of... Well, like we always say, you know, you don't you don't brag about yourself. You let somebody else brag about let you. Let your buddy brag about that's you. That's right, because that's, that's how it rolls. That's why we brag about Mark. That's exactly why we do it. And Mark, we really, really appreciate you coming on. Are you going to do uh, all the stuff? <laughs> I'm a fan. Are you going to do like the what's coming up? Or oh, yeah. Well, we we're just closing out this right. thing. We're doing the typical, man. All right. Man. <clears throat> you know how this thing works. So local events. Uh, we have the uh, 20 miles for the 20 for 20 that's out in Wheeling on the 11th, which would be this upcoming Saturday. Um, I'm. I'm still up in the air if I'm going to be able to make it or not. John is definitely out, um, not able to make it out, but I might be. But if someone is in um, Southeast Ohio, Bobcat Trail Marathon. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that state park? That's a pretty one. That's yeah. Is that is that Baroque? Baroque, yes. Okay. If someone is in the Baroque area. And is that the one you said was like 20 miles? Like yep. you do the- yep. I've if never someone, run that, but I used to volunteer yeah. to go down and paint the markers on yeah. the trees down yeah. there. That's so down near someone, Athens. Yep, yep. So if someone's get like, a, I don't know, some miles on Sunday morning, okay, hit me up. That's where I'll be. Oh, you're heading down there? Are you, are you just camping down there or are you actually running the race? No, camping. Okay. Because the race isn't until Glamping. October. Well, it's not camping because we'll be in the lodge 
Son, I'm pretty. <laughs> Someone said it today too when I was in Alaska. Like, did you do all this like hunting and stay out and twist? I'm like, do you see my hands? Motherfucker, <laughs> do you see underneath my fingernails? There's not a scratch in dirt or anything. <laughs> I just got a manicure before I flew up here. Roofers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hands are soft as a baby's ass. Yeah, so if you're down uh, in uh, Southern Ohio, reach out to John and he'll be uh, doing some miles out there. I might be heading out for the 20 for 20, but if not, they are still selling t-shirts and they are raising money uh, for... I, I don't know if they're trying to build build a new building or if they're trying to find another facility for the uh, for the autistic kids that they are serving or serving out of that building. But we will uh, just keep an eye on our Facebook page. We're going to share some of their stuff so you can send them a donation. They have T-shirts to sell, that sort of thing as well. Uh, was there anything else happening you know, locally? You know what occurs to me, Steve yeah. Goodell. I, I haven't seen anything about it, but he's he's pretty reclusive too. Doesn't he have his green Mobius or Mobius Green up in uh, up in uh, up in the Cleveland area? It's a fifty k. Fairly flat loop. Really? And it's way old school. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's coming up. So l- Google that, I guess. Like older than older than Yutzi? No, it's not an old, old race. He just He's runs just old, old school. school. Yeah. Because you, you turned me on to Yutzi. Yutzi's great. Dude, that thing is old school Yutzi's, as fuck. Yutzi's. Like, I, the, the, I went up there one year, and we're like, hey, anywhere to fill up water? And he's like, cooler. I'm like, Fuck yes. I fucking love Yutzi. There's just one yellow cooler over there. I'm like, all right. The the first time I ran Yutzi, I was going through Youngstown. And I love love Youngstown, but Youngstown's had some troubled times, right? So I'm going through this poor neighborhood, and it's my Garmin's going like, you'll be at your destination in like, you know, 800 feet. And I'm like, oh, God. And I was late for the race. You come upon uh, Mill Creek Park, and Mill Creek Park is gorgeous, man. It's just like beautiful and it's in the middle of this kind of economically depressed oh, city yeah, and, yeah. Yutzies, and the, the group that runs that yeah they are massively cool yeah and you only know you're in a bad part of town oh like, it's it. amazing how wooded that oh, really? is yeah it's pretty wild what's the name is what's the name is it, is it's it? a youngstown ultra trail classic but yep. they, they yutzy uh, yep yeah youngstown first time i ran yutzy uh kim boner won it no shit i think it was her first ultra too yep oh damn man our our listeners are like way more important than we are. Oh, got badasses. Um, Tahoe. <laughs> um, Yutzi's coming up too. It's always oh, yeah. mid September. I, I think it's sold out. You can oh, volunteer. It's yeah. a nice place to volunteer. Yeah. So we'll put we'll put the links there uh, in the show notes. You can find the show notes at runningbeermbs.com slash EP030 for episode 30. Uh, didn't want to shout out. Who is Bo Dad? Do you know who Bo Dad is on Instagram? I don't. The person said completed the first 30, 30K trail, trail, race, trail race. Man, words are hard. Uh, really enjoyed listening to your podcast during the training runs. If we ever run the Grand uh, Grand Mesa Mesa Ultras, I s- highly suggest the pal- uh, Palisades. Okay, I'm trying Palisade. to like, yeah. Palisade, Palisade Brewing Company. Company, Dark Hippie Dark. Fuck's sake. Well, it's when you put it, when it strings all together, words. You're the fucking millennial, dude. You should be able to break that shit out in like a heartbeat. It's not a hashtag, man. It's an, it's someone's handle. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the space? Yeah, Go. I need spaces. But, uh, Bodad, I, I, I don't think I know this person. I don't think I do either. But yeah, so I just want to shout out congratulations on completing your first 30K. I said the run went slow and forward. That's about... That's nice. all, all it has that's to do. That's about all you have that's, to do. That's, that's Slow game, and yeah. forward. Both of those are legal. Yeah. 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 That equals a finish. That's right. Get the same. You get the same award in most cases. Do you hear that clicking? Oh, you don't have headphones on. <laughs> 
no, no. What's in this beer? No. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about recommendation wise? Anything bringing up coming up soon? Nope. Do you All have right. anything cool coming up? Uh, no. No. Yeah. No. But I will next. Yeah. Like in a while. Oh yeah. 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 I'm gonna do some training runs. We'll see how it goes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is all the bad decisions. Not running cool stuff. Stoss is lucky they're not open on Mondays because we'd be registering for some races tonight. (laughs) (laughs) The table of woe will take some victims. Yes. Who enters the table of woe? (laughs) But as always, you can reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Running Beer and BS. On most of those, some of it's Run Beer and BS. Um, Reach out to us. Give your beer recommendations, topic ideas, share your training runs with us. We'd love to hear uh, about your training and your races and all of that jazz. Um, You can reach out to us on email at podcast at running beer and bs.com uh if you are not subscribed to the podcast we would really appreciate it if you did you can subscribe leave a review on itunes or facebook that's where we see them we are still sending stickers uh when i remember to um so if you haven't gotten your sticker yet you might want to just send us a gentle reminder uh because i may have forgotten because i have all the ones in the mail that i thought i had but yeah leave us a review we love reading those hearing what you guys say about the podcast uh even if it's bad if you think we're really shitty tell us and then I mean, don't do it in public. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just send Pull us the a punch a little bit. Send us, send, yeah, <laughs> send us, a, us, send us a DM and just do that. <laughs> Please don't like, don't lower our rating, like because we like we like the higher rating. Get the algorithm. Yeah, on. like this is this is how things work. But uh, also, we have a tip jar. So if you do like this podcast and want to support it, can you can do that there. If you just want to get this information for free, that's cool too. We're all right with that. But uh, I think that's everything we have here. John, you got anything else for him? I got nothing. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace.